us again. I'm Theo. And I'm Nathan. We are um, many things, but one of the things we are are pastors at Emmanuel Baptist Church. This is our little podcast uh, for the members of the church during this time where we can't see you as readily for you to at least hear some of what we're thinking and listen in on a conversation between us. So, um, yeah, we've... Uh, We've had lots of, uh, I think this is our 12th episode now, so one of them was on reading, and we talked about why read and what I've been reading, what Theo's been reading. So um, what, what's today? What's today's topic about, Theo? Uh, we're going to talk about movies and TV, so uh, kind of the opposite thing in a weird <laughs> way, but you know. I mean, not the opposite, but yeah, instead of what you've been reading what you've been watching which we, we didn't say that you, know, you couldn't watch things uh, we did want to put a priority on the written word and um, and kind of bring some caution to this uh, visually media saturated society of amusing ourselves to death mm. right uh, there are some dangers there but um, there could be some potential you know good ways to engage with uh video content right oh yeah and like and just uh you know personally i i really do like movies a lot and, and i like yeah. uh a good story and, and getting immersed in it and all those things so um uh, anytime like you know you you get that that sort of experience where you can uh, see like a great written story, a good visuals, good score behind it, and, the, and that, hmm. it, it's it's a cool thing. It's yeah. a cool medium. So, what's your favorite movie of uh, all time? Ooh, I don't know if I, I don't know what I can put up there. Wow, uh, I really like the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Obviously, I think that's great. Hmm. Um, the Hobbit. Not as much. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. It was a thing. Yeah. Uh, Recently, like I think, like for like the did it come out? Did did nineteen seventeen come out this this year? Or? Yeah, yeah. We're in a time warp now, but that wasn't that long ago, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, of all the recent movies I watched, I think that was my favorite. Yeah, of of those. Oh yeah, that was that was a good one. I watched that one twice in the theater. Hmm. And that rarely happens, but um movie theaters wow those are those were the good old days <laughs> um yeah and then this this friday uh we're recording this on thursday the the 28th so tomorrow uh if you listen to this as soon as it's published uh you know this week we're doing a movie night as a church so we're really hoping that the whole church comes to this uh zoom and then we're all gonna click play at the same time and watch uh, a hidden life together um and uh and then stick on stick around and kind of discuss it critique it uh think about what themes are in it so um that's kind of why we're talking about this topic another reason why we're talking about this topic now um i just want to put a plug in for um a thing called vid angel peter uh, jang you know turned me on to this a, a little while back we had a small group movie night where we wanted to watch The Godfather, which I think is one of the greatest, you know, cinema pieces. I mean, it's just 
from the 70s but it, when you watch it it doesn't feel old and uh, I, I just think it's a great story so we wanted to watch it as a small group but I remember there you know two sex scenes in there that kind of could still be in my head right I don't want them there they didn't need to be there they don't actually advance the story it seems pretty gratuitous and uh, to get together with others and watch that was awkward and Peter brought this thing called VidAngel uh, he told us about it which you can basically just kind of go through these filters and just click things you don't want to be, be in there it'll describe what it is and uh, and then it seamlessly just sort of cuts that out and we were able to watch the movie not have any of those unnecessary you know sexual images in our minds or there and it didn't detract at all from the movie experience i'm a i'm a big fan of that <laughs> it's a great it's a great idea yeah that's cool and uh so we've actually been uh using that um lately and vid angels kind of trying to develop its own content and um but we we'll, we'll go through and anything we're going to watch we'll check that on VidAngel first and maybe watch it through that with filters on to cut out something that would be unhelpful uh, so just that's uh, they're our sponsor for this podcast they're paying us a lot of money so we had to say that um, <laughs> this episode brought to you by VidAngel that would be amazing um, we're working on sponsors and all that stuff maybe in season 2 um, well, speaking of VidAngel, what they have a uh, one of their shows right now is called The Chosen. Have you seen it? I haven't. I've just heard chatter about it online and through different friends and stuff like that. Yeah. So another pastor was telling me about this like a few months ago, and and I was just like nodding my head, like, yeah, I'm never gonna watch that. <laughs> um, you know, Christian Christian media often at times is really cheesy, really bad quality, and then you know, Bible. You know, Bible movies oftentimes are really um, they get interesting cliche yeah. yeah and so I just thought yeah there's no way but I kept hearing about it I kept seeing other people saying hey this is good and so we actually have watched a few episodes and you know what it's not bad actually Ooh. it's not bad artistically um, I, I was a skeptic um, from the artistic side uh, from the beginning and, and I'm less so now but I still have some skepticism towards it some theological skepticism towards it hmm. what, um, what's like your hang ups been? well A. I always feel uncomfortable with visual representations of Jesus hmm. I mean I would I would never want to be the actor to play Jesus first of all And um, didn't like Jim Caviezel get struck by lightning when he was playing Jesus and Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know this story. That, that could be wow, okay. um, apocryphal, that could, but I think I heard that. Anyway, um, so there's like some of that I just wrestling through. And I, I feel uncomfortable with like yes. kids' picture Bibles too, hmm. you know, because anytime you you put the picture there, you're you're kind of creating an image hmm. that and that uh, kind of it just brings up second commandment sorts of questions for me. Hmm. So, so how do you how do you wrestle with that, Theo? Or how do you, I mean, be our theologian here? Um, so there's there's a little bit of a a, a debate um, in reform circles about it. Basically, uh, I think all reformed 
regular principle uh, people would argue that uh, based on the second commandment and you can google regulative principle yeah or maybe we'll do another podcast on that uh, we'll, we'll, we, we can send some links out or something like that based on the second commandment you shouldn't you shouldn't make images of God and particularly you shouldn't make images of God for for, for worship, for, worship yeah. for sure um, it gets a little bit messy when it comes to Jesus because he is both God and man um, so is it you know some some people want to say something like you know even in his humanity you still see the disciples worshiping him so we shouldn't even make pictures of his humanity because that's that that's uh, that's still a violation and it's still something that we making an image to worship no matter what whatever the situation or circumstances uh, there's other theologians, I think R.C. Sproul might have been one of these, who took, took the stand that no, it, uh, Jesus' humanity is, is a human being, and, and like all other human beings, it's, it's okay to make art of human beings, to make pictures of human beings, so long as you, you understand it as just that. It's, it's a picture of a human being. It's not something that we should mm-hmm. bow down to, not something that we should worship. And obviously, it's not him. It's it's a rendering. It's yeah. A, it's a representation. It's a best, I mean, it's someone trying to guess. But yeah. And then if you have that picture in your mind, that it could get. I don't know. Just so I would say, be cautious and careful. But I yeah. wouldn't say this is banned. Yeah. Um, it, but there's it, it's powerful. There's some times in there where it, like the very first episode is Mary Magdalene. She's tortured by demons. And Nicodemus, they bring in these... So they have to do a lot of character development, right? This isn't just like the words of the Gospel of Mark or something. This, this, they're, they're trying to build story, backstories and, and, and using a lot of imagination. So, so they're, 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 first off, you've got a lot of interpretation happening here. Right, right. And so you just got to realize like this is an interpretation and uh, you need to always go back and... and um, you know, test that against the text, the inspired text, which mm. is the only thing that's inspired. And uh, which I appreciate on the very first episode, there's a disclaimer or a, or a recommendation like, hey, we want you to read the Bible. So, cool. hey, awesome. if, you're, if you're like, I don't really, I'm not really into my Bible reading plan right now, but I can't wait to watch The Chosen tonight. Mm. That's a problem. Yeah. Right. Um, you got to be reading the Bible, reading the Bible, reading the Bible, reading the Bible. And if this interpretation helps you kind of go back and read the Bible again more carefully, that's helpful, I would say, you know, kind of, yeah. yeah. I mean, that goes back to, like, yeah, the other side of this argument is, like, you know, whatever type of, like, you know, however much you want to try to, like, disassociate these images or something like that, like, at, at, at some point, like, like, you know, pictures of Jesus do kind of, like, pop up sometimes when I'm, I'm thinking about it or I'm praying or something like that, and it's, like, you have to, like, kind of fight hard to, like, yeah. not do that so i i'm a, I'm a little bit conflicted on it's on hard it's a, it's a hairy yeah one. so i guess our pastoral counsel would be if you want to watch it watch it and uh and then let it push you back into the text to say is that really is that you know is that really what was going on there when jesus talked to the sons of zebedee in the boat i mean there, that's another powerful episode when jesus mm. calls peter and he kind of creates and we don't know for sure that 
why the a miraculous catch of fish was so powerful for Peter. Mm-hmm. This story in the Chosen kind of makes you feel like, oh, he's he has a lot of debts and back taxes, and he's on a real financial pinch, and he stays up all night and doesn't catch anything, and he's about ready to go to jail. Interesting. And then Jesus comes. It is interesting, yeah. right? Um, but again, it's interpretation. But it, it is a powerful scene where all of a sudden Jesus says, "Cast your net over there one more time," and the whole boat gets the whole net gets filled with fish. And, but then there's the calling of the James and John, and you know the 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 writers of this story they're they're making an interpretive kind of call here that James and John went to their father hmm. and asked his permission to go follow huh. this rabbi. Um, I don't know. That might not be true, and that it might be that Jesus actually didn't go to the father. He he kind of bypassed that that. Um, familiar relationship to to call people to himself which could have a a completely different application so we gotta you know just be careful and let it drive you to more deep thinking about the text of scripture i would say but um yeah that's that's something that we've been watching some lately and it's like watching the harry potter movies and not reading the book or something Mm. you know read the book and then watch the movies and then if you can watch lots of different versions of it so we uh, um, well I guess I haven't actually read the book of Emma but my my wife has and Lucy has um, and so we've been watching Emma and we've watched three different versions of Emma hmm. lately and that kind of helps you kind of fill out you know one person's sort of interpretation of Emma and they're you know and you can put that side by side with Gwyneth Paltrow or Romola Garai is that her name or this new one which was had a was a really interesting take and I won't spoil it for you but the, the brand new one that just came out you know departs from the script from the book in a, in a in an interesting way but anyway uh, but diversify bring in if that movie helps you to think about the text use your imagination to go back to interpret the text do that read that's just the same thing with reading lots of different commentaries don't just read one person read different takes and think about it but um, yeah, I think we've said enough there. <laughs> you should check it out. I'd be curious what you think. Which one? What? The Chosen. The Chosen? Yeah. I'll, I'll probably check out a, f- a couple episodes. It's it's like, it, it's, I mean, it's it's getting a lot of attention lately, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is well done. And that first, that first episode, those of you who've seen it, you're just like, you're kind of starting to get sucked into the story. It's kind of slow for a little bit, but it's building. And then you're like, okay, when is Jesus going to show up? Hmm. And then he does at the end, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I like Jesus. Um, all right, just any other broader kind of tips for how to watch things, things to be careful for, uh, strategies, how to know what to watch, what not to watch? Yeah. Um, I, one of the things that I think is, like, important to, to just kind of Point, point out with, with like uh, a medium that's so immersive like this um, it, you know it, 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 it's designed to like get you to feel a certain way and and, 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 and empathize with certain things or like agree with certain things or see and stuff like that and, and, and in some sense like that that's a great thing when it helps you like understand another person's perspective or understand like uh, a, a truth about reality that you didn't know, but but sometimes like movies 
can make you feel a certain way about things that are just not true. Mm. Um, yeah. Like, uh, what was that? Silver Lining Playbook? Yeah. That made me angry. Oh, yeah, they're rooting for like people who are married to not get back together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it was interesting. Like when I, I had that conversation with you, like the first time, because like I, I, I liked the movie and I, I like, I enjoy, it was fun. But I, when I really had to sit down and think about it, I was like, wait, like they, they did advocate for like divorce and like <laughs> they did split up in the end. And like, why do I like like why do I like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So be careful. So, so do we only have to? Can we only watch Christian movies that are about Jesus, or what? How do I, like what? What? Well, I think like all all engagement with art. Like I, I'm pretty like honestly, I'm, I'm pretty broad. I, I, I try to. Uh, I don't. I, I don't. I'm not disciplined, but I try to watch different movies and and see listen to different music, see what's what's out there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's all there's some really creative people out there and it's super impressive um mm. but you know it's there's always that sort of like i like what you're doing i, I like the the truths that you tell um but you always got to compare it to what you've seen in the bible and mm. and mm. what mm. what the lord says and and there are just it, it, it's inevitably going to be the case that no matter how good a movie or the music or whatever is it, there's going to be a point where it's just like yeah but that's not what the bible says right um, so I, I hear you saying diversify, stretch yourself, maybe don't just like always you, take in media that's just quick, fun, and easy for you, but maybe sure. something that's going to stretch you a little bit. Yeah. I hear you be, it's also saying test everything with scripture and try to watch it through the lens of the Bible mm-hmm. and go back to our revealed truth um, and engage with that. Um, yeah, I, I, would, I would say also just... You, like with anything, if you can't do it with Jesus, with an aware awareness that he, he's there, sitting on the couch with you mm-hmm. watching, you know, like there are certain things like I wouldn't watch this with, you know, with my pastor or yeah. with my mom or something. Yeah. But but Jesus, so you got to do it with Jesus. You got to do it, you know, there uh, engaging, not as a way to escape from Jesus, but as a way to dive deeper into the world that Jesus created, the emotions that Jesus. Uh, engages with and uh, the temptations that he felt that are like ours like but, but to do this with a, a, your theological thinking cap on mm-hmm. and to and to find ways to um, yeah love Jesus more and that doesn't just have to be by watching uh, The Chosen which is about Jesus like it can happen when you're watching something that's made by a non-Christian even yeah um yeah, no, I, like, I, one of the things that, like, helps me kind of, like, I just kind of, like, think through it a little bit is it, it's pretty clear that, like, in certain times, like, Paul in the Bible is when he writes and he, he's talking, he's conversing and acts with different people, he's pretty aware of, like... Yeah, he's reading the poetry, yeah. he's listening to the... Yeah. He, he knows, like, the cultures of the, the people around him and stuff like yep. that, uh, yep. but when he engages and he talks to people about right. their, their stuff, right. he's like, you guys are right here, here, and here but you're wrong here uh-huh. and this is why Jesus is a better answer than what you guys have to offer. Right. So you got to be careful with this, but you you're you're engaging with some of these things that the world's making as, as uh not to be worldly but to know how to you know converse with the world and be up on some of the things that they're 
talking about at the water cooler at the office. Remember the water cooler at the office? No, I never had that. Um, those were the good old days. Uh, um, you know what I mean, right? Like the things people are talking about. You're not just like, I live in a cave. I'm a Christian. No, but you can engage in the kinds of worldview and thinking. So you're, you're, you're able to engage that. Um, yeah. I, 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 this one thing I say with my kids, I've, when we've watched stuff together, it, it, we'll sit down, we'll watch, you know, Liv and Maddie on the Disney Channel or, um, you know, stuff like that. And we'll, uh, we'll try to do like a, an experiment where you say, hey, at the end of this, we're going to talk. What was one example here of common grace? What was one example here of total depravity? So that might be a helpful way to, for anything you're going to watch. It's not just a way to escape and veg out and passively, you know, absorb like brain tofu, the flavor of the, the world. But it's a way to, to think like, okay, where's, God, where's God's, he shines in all that's fair. So where's this show me something of the goodness that's still here in the world and in his image bearers and then how did I also see sin and and start drawing to, you know taking the, those steps to Christ and yeah that's good I think that's a good way to you know help your family like watch media discerningly as well I would also uh, another tip is to also try as much as you can I mean I know it's harder if you're single but to watch things together in community hmm not just by yourself with your headphones on, but especially like I, I'm thinking of married couples. <laughs> like, uh, I don't get, you know, people that are like, you know, he's watching his own thing in one room and she's watching something in another room. Like, you just wasted an hour of precious time apart from each other. Maybe, maybe, I mean, obviously, you need to have your own hobbies and your own, you can, you know, you're, you can, you're not like totally enmeshed in each other. But I just think, you know, watch if you're really into something. Try to share that with somebody, especially if you're married. It can be a great way to, to kind of do something together as mm. as a couple and have something that you're sharing together, and um, you know, spending mm. that time next to each other, and instead of it being something that actually can be pulling you apart. So that'd be my tip for couples to do it together or for roommates to do it together. Um, and that's just part of the whole blessings of community is you get other people's insights. You, you may be forced to watch something that you wouldn't necessarily want to watch, you know, uh, to bend for somebody else. That's a good thing. And that also keeps you accountable too. Like I'm watching something with Andrea then yeah. I'm watching it with her. Yeah. No, that's a good tip. I, I never even like, thought about that. Is there a, is there something you like you're watching with Andrea right now and, and stuff or? Uh, yeah, actually, um, we were into, I, I think I've said this to other people before, but I've, we were into the West Wing for a couple years as kind of the show we were working through, and um, and we finished that earlier this year, and uh, now we're moving on to the West Wing of England, which is called The Crown. <laughs> Should probably branch out a little bit, so... And we've said, hey, we've kind of gotten this. We're in season three now. We're, we're you know, we've picked up the pace a little bit during this quarantine, and we're gonna finish this, you know, season, and then 
stop watching things for a while and read to each other some more but um but yeah I've, I've been enjoying the crown it's 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 uh historical uh it gives me an insight into some of the things that have happened it's amazing what queen elizabeth's life has seen i mean she was you know there with winston churchill you know and then she's mm. still alive now making speeches about coronavirus yeah that's it's, amazing it is amazing um it's well done well told stories um and it just and it spawns and with vid angel filters on some of the I will say that it's it's rated mature, so use vid angel filters on a few things. But um, but overall, it's not it's not Game of Thrones or something. Um, which I wonder what vid angel would do with that. I've never seen it, but I've heard it's not a good thing to watch. Mm. And it's kind of like we thought about showing uh, knives out to the kids with vid angel filters on, but it would probably make no sense. It would probably be like twenty minutes long. He took all the blood. And anyway, anyway, I'm off on a rabbit trail there. But uh, the crown, like obviously, it's about the crown, and you know, we worship Jesus, who's not a figurehead, right? Hmm. He actually is a real king, yeah. uh, who's never going to die and pass it on to somebody else, who's completely sovereign. So just ruminating on those kinds of things. There's a lot of themes in there. There's stuff in there about marriage, like so many times we're like screaming at the screen it's like stop doing that that's a horrible way to relate talk to each other explain yourself relate awesome. so it's a negative example of a bad marriage uh, at times and there's uh, there's themes in there about the this you know kind of being um, uh, I don't know how to exactly put it but it, you know the, the guy who abdicated the throne before elizabeth's dad took it over you know he's kind of he's kind of his theme is like be true to yourself follow your true love don't you don't you don't have to like sacrifice who you are for this sort of the family or the the society or the crown right um it's individualism totally and there's this dual theme in the family where between kind of the people who are the establishment tradition um and then the people who are more of the modern like we need to be self-expressive and mm. so those themes i think are teased out really well um there's a whole episode there's an episode where billy graham comes to, to london which oh, is true wow. yeah it made me go back and look at my copy of billy graham's autobiography and he actually did interact with the queen a lot hmm. and in that that episode there's the theme of forgiveness that they're, they're dealing with. Um, there's a whole episode about tragedy and uh, Elizabeth's sort of stoic English inability to to weep. And I watched that and um, and then similarly around that same time in the Bible reading plan, I saw David weeping. Hmm. I saw. Peter weeping and just thought about emo the emo emotional life and so I'm just engaging with these ideas I guess is what I'm trying to somewhat illustrate or explain and then I think a big one that's happening now is that in season three in season see there's season one and two they, they have completely different actors than season three and when we finish season two 
and we started into season three, we were like, what? We got really angry and we stopped watching it for like a week or two. And then we went back and we're gotten back into it. But it really got attached to the actors in season, the first two seasons. Um, but I think they're trying to make a conscious sort of statement about the inevitable progression of life and aging. And I think that's a theme, like um, that time moves on and it changes your body and it, um, and so they had just got new actors that looked older and it was, it was, it was interesting. They've been playing with that theme a lot. My favorite, one of my, probably one of my favorite episodes was we watched recently where, uh, the, you know, uh, Prince Philip, Elizabeth's husband, um, is dealing with like a midlife crisis and, um, he's getting older and he's obsessively like working out more and he's falling away from church you know the, the whole church of england thing is a weird yeah thing yeah um but um there's this you know episode that basically there's a new um dean of the windsor which is like the family compound and there's a church there on site and there's this old guy who retires and a new guy comes in and and uh philip has a friendship with him and there's a there's a maybe this is really powerful to me as a pastor who's approaching midlife but he basically starts takes an empty house and turns it into a a residential sort of retreat center for burned out pastors oh cool (laughs) it was really interesting yeah so that conversation was very interesting and uh a lot of gospel I mean the gospel is not clearly there but it mm-hmm. makes me wonder if there's some some of these writers or have some gospel inclinations because it, it was pretty ripe for mm. a gospel application to you know resting in Christ instead of what you can achieve and do um, and the emptiness of idols it, it's a fascinating episode anyway that's enough for me talking what, what have you been watching lately mm, I watch a lot of a lot of I watch I watch TV to like not do anything. So I watch a lot of like cartoons, a lot of anime and stuff like that. Um, and that's is that you know like we said that that which shouldn't be like pure escapism all the time. But there's there could be, you know, times to just enjoy something oh, light, yeah. lighthearted. Right? Yeah, I. I mean, there's there's a part of me like part of it's just being childish. Another part of it's like. I don't know, like, like, my family was, like, they were all, they all drew and are all artists, and my cousin, uh, like, went and tried to do animation and still does some animation work and stuff like that, so I was, I just, I, I just like, uh, you know, watching, like, old 90s anime and, like, mm. thinking about how much love a, a person has to have to sit down and draw each frame, each picture. What would you say encapsulates anime, the, the genre of anime? Oh, you can't encapsulate, you can't encapsulate. It's too, it. It's too broad. What now. defines it? It's not a, a. It's it's even hard to like define now. It's it, it's, it's, it's it's it used to be just like Japanese cartoons ish, but now it's like other people are kind of making their own thing, which is like pretty inspired by it. Hmm. Um, it, it there's not really even like themes behind it. It's it's it's, hmm. it's some of them deep. some of them take on like Eastern themes. Some of them take on like very Western themes. Um, some of it's very profound. Some of it's very <laughs> not not profound at all. Banal. Uh, and some of it's, it's kind of lewd. So you know, huh. it's, it's pretty broad. 
I, but I don't know, man. When when they when you can like get a story like uh, one of my favorite animes is is Cowboy Bebop, and and I always like it because like it's got kind of a, a story similar to like a John Steinbeck novel behind it, mm. very episodic. Um, but like the the artistry behind it is beautiful. This all, like all hand drawn animation, but mm. seamlessly flowing. And then they have a soundtrack uh, based in like like American jazz, and it's just it's great. Mm. Every time I watch it, I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, it's it is it is adult. So like, there's not a there's not really sexual stuff in there, but uh, it is kind of violent at times. So be cautious. Okay. But but I I like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Cool man. Yeah. Well, we filled that. Up, we're a little over half an hour. We try to try to keep it there because we know that's what TV's conditioned your attention span to be. <laughs> no, that's probably not even true anymore. In some ways, like, uh, I mean, I I worry about kids sometimes when they watch TV. Like, the cartoons nowadays are like short and like just ADD on the screen. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, movies are probably in some ways movies are receding a little bit right now and it seems like yeah. TV is increasing but yeah. it seems like mo- more TV shows are like around the hour mark right yeah this is interesting instead of the old half an hour yeah. anyway we better wrap this up um, we love you guys we're looking forward to watching a movie with you uh, tomorrow night and talking about that and uh, let's continue having conversations about other things you're watching I'd love to hear from you cool see you soon alright au revoir <laughs>